Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a Colgate shave cream, Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate shave cream man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate shave cream man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate priceless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern bringing you the 397th edition of the Colgate shave cream Sports Newsreel. Featuring strange and fantastic stories. Some legends, some hearsay. But also interesting, we'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight is one of the most famous baseball players in America, Bobby Feller. But before we bring him to you in person, here is Real One. Since Bob Feller is our guest tonight, it's appropriate that we talk about him for a moment. He's already pitched two no-hit games for the Cleveland Indians. He's the most famous pitcher in the big leagues. And since Bob Feller's a champion, he shaves with Colgate Freshless, the shave cream of champions. So here's what Bob recently wrote me. Dear Bill, I go all out to Colgate Freshless, that light, fluffy shave cream of yours. Speed is its middle name. I'll bet I can smooth on Colgate Brushless and shave it off as fast as any man. My face is really a hard proving ground for shave cream because I happen to have tough whiskers. But my skin, believe it or not, is naturally sensitive. So I welcome Colgate Brushless Shave Cream for the way it softens my beard, gives me a shave without pulling or smarting. Thanks, Bill, for tipping me off to Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. Signed, Bob Feller. In a few minutes, Bob Feller is going to speak in person on baseball. That's why it's so interesting to hear what he says about Colgate Brushless. And I'm sure if you put it to the test that you, too, will get shaving satisfaction from Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. It's light and fluffy, but made for men. Light and fluffy, not greasy or heavy. Colgate Brushless is made to stay on the job, to soften the toughest whiskers, to give your razor a grand assist for a fast, smooth, close shave with nary a sting or a smart. And because it's light and fluffy, Colgate Freshless Shave Cream rinses off on a flag. If Colgate Freshless Shave Cream doesn't make good on every count, then you don't stand to lose a cent. For after a trial, you can send the carton top back to me. The Bill Stern, Terra Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Is that a deal? Then ask for Colgate Freshless, the Shave Cream of Champions tonight. It's light and it's right. Real 2. Profile of a great athlete. This is the story of one of the greatest athletes of all time. An athlete whose life is so incredible that it proves the old adage the truth is stranger than fiction. But this is a true story. The story of a strange sports star. Not so many years ago down south, there was born a youngster, a youngster who grew up to love sports. The first sport this youngster excelled in was the unusual sport of throwing the javelin. Now most javelin throwers are huge bit men. This youngster was small, weighing under 100 pounds. Yet this athlete could throw a javelin farther than any man in the Southwest. Next came the sport of high jumping. Once again, this youngster beat the best in the West, jumping to a new national record. But this athlete was only beginning. That was the start. The sprint champion of the Southwest was the next to fall. The next to fall before this amazing athlete, as this youngster went on to hang up three more national records. Older men shook their heads in amazement as they watched this youngster perform. They couldn't believe what their eyes were watching. But they were seeing a miracle in sports. A miracle that touched every sport but baseball. Yet the following years were to bring this amazing athlete even into baseball. This youngster had always been a good baseball player. But one day the entire country was amazed to learn that this youngster had been invited to pitch for the Philadelphia Athletics. This was unheard of. A youngster with no previous big league experience jumping right from high school baseball into the big leagues as a pitcher for the famous Philadelphia Athletics. 
But pitch that youngster did. Pitching for the Philadelphia A's in an exhibition game against the Brooklyn Dodgers. But if the nation was amazed by this youngster's pitching against the Brooklyn Dodgers, this country was in for an even greater surprise when this youngster turned down every professional baseball offer that was made. Turned them all down to go home. But this youngster didn't stay home long. Six months after this youngster made the headlines by pitching against the Brooklyn Dodgers, new headlines were being made. This time, as the youngster became a kicking sensation on the football team of the Southern Methodist University, this athlete was such a great kicking star on the Southern Methodist football team that Life magazine ran a picture of this athlete. And they entitled it Southern Methodist Football Star in Action. But rough sports were no novelty for this youngster. This youngster's a prize fighter had few equals slugging it out with the best of them. And on more than one occasion, the fight had to be stopped because it was too rough. Yet this athlete was destined to make the headlines in one other way, another way in which sports played no part. For several years ago, at the Texas State Fair, officials declared that this athlete, this athlete, was the designer of the most beautiful ladies' dress in the state of Texas. But in case you think it's strange, that an athlete could design the most beautiful dress in Texas, just let me add that this famous athlete who pitched against the Brooklyn Dodgers and who kicked for the Southern Methodist football team and yet designed the most beautiful dress in Texas is a girl. A girl named Babe Dietrichson. But speaking of athletes who've designed beautiful dresses, just let me add that the world's costlier dresses Dresses that cost a thousand dollars a piece are made down in Mexico City. They're the loveliest creations ever seen. They're worn by the wife of the former president of Mexico. They're the most expensive dresses in the whole world. And those dresses are designed by the heavyweight wrestling champion of Mexico. Profile of a fabulous table. Real three. Goldgate camera close-up of Bobby Feller. Bobby Feller, the star of the Cleveland Indians. And at the moment, Bobby is in Cleveland, Ohio. In order that you may hear him in person, we switch you from where I'm standing in Radio City. The next voice you hear will be the famous baseball player Bobby Feller speaking from Cleveland, Ohio. Good evening, Bill. I only wish my father were alive to hear this broadcast. He taught me how to play baseball. Whatever speed I have on the mound is due to him. They tell me I throw a ball better than 98 miles an hour. Well, I know one time I wish I hadn't thrown a ball so fast. That was once when I was pitching to my father. The ball got away from him, hit him in the chest, and broke three of his ribs. But speaking of pitching, I like pitching for the Cleveland Indians, because now I have Bob Hope working for me. You see, now that he owns part of the team and helps pay my salary, I am making more money than while I was in the Navy. Then I cash my checks at a newsstand. Now I go to a bank. And speaking of the Navy, that brings me to the serious part of this broadcast. All the Navy with me in the war was a friend of mine from Iowa. He was a catcher back when I played baseball for the American Legion. I was sure proud of him in 1939 when he was picked for the Sports Writers of America as the greatest football player in this country. By now, you know I mean the great Niall Kinney. Remember him? We were both in the Navy. Only he was killed. Lots of other men were not killed, but they were wounded. They're disabled American veterans lying in hospitals right now. They must not be forgotten. This is Bob Feller in Cleveland, Ohio, returning you to Bill Stern in New York. Thanks so much, Bobby Feller, for calling attention to the Disabled American Veterans, an organization to help our war heroes help themselves.
Real four. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, will be our last program before we go off on our annual three-week vacation. We'll be back next week, but after that, for the following three weeks while we're gone, the show goes right on with three guest stars pinch-hitting for me while I'm away. Eddie Cantor will do the first show, Frank Sinatra the second one, and John Garfield the third. Remember, while I'm away this year, Eddie Cantor, Frank Sinatra, and John Garfield will carry on. And speaking of carrying on, I'll be back with another story in just a moment, but first here is Arthur Gary. To speed up shaving, to make it easy, use a shave cream that's not greasy. So introduce your face to Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. It's light and fluffy, not heavy or greasy. Being light and fluffy, Colgate Brushless spreads easily and keeps your whiskers upright for your razor to cut through. And Colgate Brushless keeps moist through your shave. Works with your razor for a no-snag, no-pull performance. Then, too, because it's light and fluffy, not heavy or greasy, Colgate Brushless rinses off in a flash. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, the shave cream of champions, is available now in tubes and jars. Buy it tonight. And remember, it's light and it's right. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real fine. Portrait of a robber. This is the story of a robber. A robbery that almost turned into a murder. Yet it's a sports story, too. For it's the story of a sports writer and a prize fighter. The story of a sports writer named Otto and a prize fighter named Bill. These two men, Otto and Bill, offered a curious combination. Bill, the younger of these two, was a prize fighter, while Otto, the older of the two, was a sports writer. And because Otto was a sports writer, he could get lots of fights for Bill. And so they traveled around together, these two, with Otto arranging the fights and Bill doing the fighting. One day, shortly after our story opens, Otto and Bill were traveling from one town to another. Bill had just won a fight, a fight that paid him $1,000. That was a lot of money for Bill, more money than he was accustomed to carrying. But since he had no place to put the money, he put it in his pocket. So with $1,000 in cash between them, Bill and Otto started out for the next town. As they reached a particularly lonely spot on the road, Bill suddenly felt a gun shoved into his ribs as a voice said, Okay, buddy, hand it over. I mean a thousand bucks. And no funny stuff. There are six of us guys or two of you. Don't give us no trouble. Reluctantly, Otto advised Bill to give up the money. Bill took his older friend's advice, but he vowed that someday, somehow, so help him, he'd get that thousand bucks back. After the holdup men had taken the money, they departed. As they departed, they were yelling insults at the sports writer and the prize fighter. They yelled that Otto couldn't write and that Bill couldn't fight. Bill was all for following him and showing him, but Otto held him back. That night, Bill and Otto finally reached the town they were headed for. Because they were a prize sports writer, they might have gone first to the local newspaper, but they were hungry. So instead, they headed for the nearest restaurant. As they were about to enter that restaurant, Bill grabbed them and said, Otto, you see what he is? In that restaurant. I see him. Those are the six guys that held us up today. What are you going to do, Bill? I'm going in and get our thousand bucks back. Come on. Okay. Okay, you mugs, you asked for it. I'm going to take you guys on right now, all six of you, and I hope I... Get, get, get him, Bill. In that restaurant that night, Bill sailed into all six of those hoodlums. He floored one with an uppercut. He fell at another one with the right to the jaw. He knocked out a third with a kick to the stomach. He broke a chair over a fourth one's head. By this time, the whole restaurant was in an uproar. Police were called, but not before Bill had knocked out all six of those hoodlums. And that's the story. 
The story of how a young prize fighter named Bill, who was traveling around with a sports writer named Otto, came to get his money back. You might be interested in knowing who those two were. The old sports writer named Otto was the most famous sports writer in the Midwest 30 years ago. His full name was Otto Floto. He was the sports editor of the Denver Post. And his young protege, the prize fighter named Bill, who knocked out six hoodlums at one time, was William Harrison Dempsey, better known as Jack Dempsey. But Jack Dempsey was not always so lucky when he was traveling around. On another occasion, he and another friend were bumming their way across Canada. Neither of them had any money. They tried to steal a ride on a passenger train, but the conductor caught them, and he threw them both off that train. They were miles away from any city. Jack Dempsey refused to stay where he'd been thrown off that train. Instead, he started hiking for the nearest town. But Jack's friend, the man he was traveling with, decided that he would stay beside the railroad tracks where they'd been thrown off that train. And he did stay there. His name was Harry Oakes. And after Jack Dempsey had left him on the very spot where they'd both been thrown off that train, Harry Oakes discovered his fabulous gold mine worth $200 million. Folks, of the story behind Canada's richest gold mine. And that's the Frio Mark for tonight. We'll be back next Friday evening, same time, same station, when we'll be broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois. And from Chicago, our guest will be the governor of the state of Illinois, Governor Dwight Green. So be sure and be with us next Friday evening, same time, same station, when we bring you from Chicago to our special guest, the governor of Illinois, Governor Dwight Green. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day, newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. And now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate Station man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Station man, had lots to say. He told you tell the sports heroes the inside dope. He really knows the listen in the Friday night. The latest sports story by Bill Stern appears in the current issue of the Veterans of Foreign Wars magazine. Bob Feller appeared on this program courtesy of the Cleveland Indians baseball team. The Bill Stern show tonight came from New York City and Cleveland, Ohio. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.